Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit FABNT.com for details. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501 562 2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Hey, Trey. I hey, Marcus. Was, uh, going, I was going through my archives today, and one of the stories that I had printed off uh, from hogsports.com was you did a detailed breakdown. I'm not sure if you wrote it or not, the story or not. But it was about the early enrollees for the football mm-hmm. program at the University of Arkansas. I was thinking, well, what a way to start their academic and their their uh, collegiate careers. They're not even not even sure that they'll even have one practice, much less mm-hmm. uh, having full access to the playbook. I mean, these mm-hmm. guys are really at a disadvantage. You're talking about the story like that I did on Julius Coates and and uh, Kellen no, Burrell. No, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I'm this so. Is back uh, uh, January 9th is when you wrote the story. January 9th, okay. Uh, well, I'd have to go back and find that one. But, yeah, it is uh, It is a, a disappointing start for them. I mean, there, there is the benefits of the fact that they were able to enroll early and go through eight weeks of the winter training cycle where they're lifting weights and, you know, getting acclimated to things and how, how things are run. And they're able to do more things with them, again, than they have been in the past. This, you know, the last few years they've been able to – uh, interact with the players in the off season, whereas before it was, you know, just get information from the strength coach. So there is benefit to it. Obviously, not the same benefit as being able to go through an entire spring, but there is some benefit. And and obviously, you want to focus on these guys getting bigger and stronger, and and hopefully they can contribute early. A guy like Julius Coates, though, you would expect him to come in and contribute very early. And then Felipe Franks is going to be your odds-on favorite to win the starting job, but. Uh, it is disappointing. I think especially more for new coaches uh, than anything because they uh, they have whole new systems to install. Uh, when you're talking about the recruiting cycle that's continuing, as I listened to Dave the other day, it's like it makes – I mean, there's there's still sending out offers. Arkansas is still sending mm-hmm. out offers left and right. Yeah, they haven't slowed down at all. There's like four wide receivers, I think, uh, that Danny had written stories about. Kelby Collins out of Gardendale, Alabama. Uh, well, I can just go over. There was a few of them, a few more of them today. Uh, but Savion Ellis, who's fl- committed to Florida in the class of 2022, uh, so there, there's already kids in 2022 that are committing. Julian Lewis, uh, out of, also out of Florida in the class of 2022, 6'2", 185-pounder. Uh, who's, who's got a couple other offers, Arkansas and Kentucky, probably his best offers. Greg Gaines out of 2022, another wide receiver. Justin Stepp stays way ahead on, on offering wide receivers. Dylan Fairchild, uh, an offensive tackle out of coming Georgia, which you would expect Arkansas to pursue. Offensive lineman in the state of Georgia, obviously, with Sam Pittman's connections there. Uh, Kelly Co- Kelby Collins is another one out of uh, Gardendale, Alabama. Who, uh, who already has an Auburn offer, but he's class of 2023, 6'4", 230-pounder. So they're – they're and I, I'll say what I like. I'm not, like, the biggest fan in the world of 
you know, how things are set up where you offer, you know, kids that are, you know, none of these kids are eighth grade or anything, but, you know, that's the way some of the stuff is, is set up, and you just kind of have to play by that game. I think that's one thing that really caught Brett Bielema is he wanted to make sure that every offer that he made was a, you know, committable offer. And this day and age, you have to offer players verbal scholarships before you've had a chance to actually do a thorough evaluation on them because they will cut you if you don't. So it, I think it's a good sign that Arkansas is getting out in front of it. You have to do it that way. I don't think it's ideal, but that's the way you have to do it. Trey, is the process similar to what it was in times past where it is the coordinator or the position coach who does the initial analysis and they get together as a group and they go over the player's tape and, and then it's Sam Pittman that says, okay, go ahead and offer yes or no. Yeah, I think that's pretty much a pretty much a uh, standard practice these days. I mean, you have – I don't know how they're doing it now, but you have recruiting meetings, you know, a lot, I mean, a lot more than you used to, just to focus on recruiting. So, if there's a, there's always a chain of command that it that it goes up the ladder, and uh, I, I would assume that it's no different. I could, I, w I would like to get details on exactly what that process is, but we don't have a lot of media availability. Hopefully, we'll get something soon, maybe with Sam Pittman, whether it's teleconference or something like that. You know, I've uh, I've requested you know an opportunity to to possibly get uh, Jamil Walker, you know, but that's just not. It's just not happening right now, but we are, we do, as we understand, we are going to get an opportunity to talk with Sam Pittman fairly soon. Hmm. I guess in trying to compare in times past, does it seem like this staff is offering more compared to Chad Morse the same or a little bit less? Can you, can you tell at what pace uh, this compares yeah. to in times past? I, it feels like it's about the same pace, Randy. I mean, it's obviously the circumstances have changed a little bit, but it feels like they are getting out in front of it and, and making, you know, early offers, which is very important. And, you know, again, going back to Brett Bielema, there was, you know, ideas that – and John Chavis had this too. I know there was one recruit he wanted to get on campus and offer him so it would be special. And let me tell you something, this is what's special to a recruit these days. It's not going on a visit and getting an offer in person. It's being the SC ski school that offered you first or the first Power 5 offer. And if you're waiting for kids to get on campus to do that, then that doesn't happen. So there, to me that's kind of a, an older way of thinking. But uh, Brett was definitely – behind in recruiting i've mentioned several times it was year after year that arkansas would offer fewer prospects than you know every sec school except for lsu and texas a&m who have tremendously large backyards and arkansas having the smallest backyard should be offering more players and so that's why we were always run, running in you know they would start off strong their first half of the class would usually start off really strong and then we get to signing day and they would have five spots left, or let's say they had three spots left, and they would have, you know, like five candidates to fill those spots. And I don't know that Brett ever filled up a class. They just didn't offer enough players. And this day and age, you got to do that. And sometimes it looks bad. I mean, I've seen players who maybe – I mean, the thinking has got to be this – and I'm not saying this is what Sam Pittman and, and their staff is, is thinking or anything, or they have communicated any of that to me. I'm just saying what – things now nowadays are but you know the thinking's got to be that you 
offer a player to stay in the game and they're not going to commit to you before they've at least visited and then you have a chance to maybe do a little further evaluation then. Well, you go back to uh, you read off some names a few moments ago of those wide receivers. You're talking uh, 2022, and, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a sophomore right now. Yeah, I think a good strategy is if you want one wide receiver, then you offer 10. If you want two, you offer 20. Yeah. Wow. I never thought of the numbers Mm -hmm. that way. uh, Mm -hmm. You know, from a salesman's perspective, that wouldn't be a very good closing rate. Uh, (laughs) You wouldn't survive survive very long like that. Yeah. Um, Feeding your family, if you uh, had to put 10 out to get one, that's Mm -hmm. – it's not good odds right there. Um, I, uh, Dave Van Horn made a comment the other day that he thought they were pretty much done for the 2021 class, which that's the juniors right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, wow, I mean, that's uh, – I don't know what numbers he's shooting for in that particular class. Most, most recruiting now is done uh, position by position. They're trying to fill needs. And what's crazy today, Trey – I don't know if you listened to the early part of the program, but there's a possibility there's not going to be a MLB draft this yeah. year. Yeah, we had so an article about Heston, it. Yeah, yeah. what does that do to Heston Kerstead, uh, Casey Martin, Casey Opitz? I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, that definitely, when I saw that headline, that definitely struck me. And, I, you know, obviously you start thinking about those guys, but – I mean, there's so much that this is going to impact when all everything shakes out. I mean, it'd be nice if we could fast forward about two weeks and and see where things are. But yeah, that's uh, I, I have no idea how that might impact or if they're if they're what the, I don't know what they would do if they didn't draft players. I mean, it just kind of leaves people in limbo, right? But these players also have the option of returning. I mean. Mm-hmm. Everybody's most likely, if you're in a spring sport, you get the option, the opportunity to, to to get that year back. And you know, if they if they do give you of course the they're year juniors back, anyway. but but they would still be juniors. If there's no yeah. draft, that would still. It's a year later. It's a they're a year older, but it would still give them the uh, at least some leverage with mm-hmm. the major league baseball that if they didn't get what they wanted, they could come back for another year. So yeah. I, I got to believe that. That w- would work out okay. Yeah, and that junior leverage is a big deal, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, and, and going back to the uncertainty of when professional sports is going to pick back up. I mean, it's the, it could be July. Well, mm-hmm. if uh, the draft was supposed to be in June, it's supposed to be in June, then, I mean, that leaves even that much more uncertainty uh, with these guys of what to mm-hmm. do. I mean, they already know the season's taken away from them. And uh, Dave Van Horn said if, if the SEC lifts uh, the fact that they can start practice again on the 16th, they're getting back after it. Well, that only helps keep the guys in shape for summer ball. Doesn't help them, uh, particularly if there's not going to be a draft like Kerstead and those guys. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's, like you say, Trey, it'd be nice kind of fast forward a couple of weeks and, kind of get a feel for where you are at that particular time. But that's the same thing with the, the college coaches that typically go out in the spring and do their in-person evaluations. Right now, mm-hmm. that's on hold. Yeah. I'm hoping – you guys heard about this, uh, what is it, hydroxy 
hydroxychloroquine or something, hydroxychloroquine or something. Yeah. I'm, I'm just really hopeful something like that, you know, That's here in the right. next three months or so mm. is really effective in combating mm. this and right. I guess relieving the, I guess what we're trying to do with these things would be like relieving the symptoms of it and, well, man, if something like that came along and it really worked, then maybe we could all start getting then along. You've also got a manufactured; it can work, but you've yeah. got to get, oh, yeah. you get it manufactured. Yeah. Yeah, and for the, I mean, it's so it's like a 50-year-old malaria drug. So that yeah, the positive right. about that would be that it's you know maybe you already have some of it. Yeah, of course we yeah. don't have and you don't have, have to malaria do in the United States. So yeah. How much of it exists? That, that yeah, drug? I would imagine they would get on that pretty quick if that if the trials you know prove that that work and there are some other things also that they're talking about so even if they don't have the vaccine you know which that's they say that's way off but uh, maybe something maybe one of these drugs can help yeah any wow. any positive be great yep well jimmy i'm i'm not necessarily running out of things to say to yeah. trey but uh, often hog his time. Well, I think baseball is a big factor. Other sports are big factors, and um, you know, football doesn't quite. But uh, you know, the big question for football is, when will you be able to practice? Mm-hmm. It's pretty obvious. It's becoming even more obvious, particularly with Governor Hutchinson's uh, saying today that no public schools will be open until April twentieth, the first. We don't know what that means for the University of Arkansas as far as say football practice is concerned. But what if they can't practice the rest of the year? And, and I think that's becoming more and more likely. I think that's more and more probable, yeah. What do you think, Trey, is a good solution? Do you give them 10 days without pads in, the, in, in May uh, to say – and do you do that for all schools, give them 10 days without pads where they can learn or go through drills? Uh, you know, starting preseason practice earlier just extends your season. Is there an equitable solution to this? Surely, hopefully there's something, whether it's, I just, I just don't know. I mean, when you, you obviously you're going to have to worry about academics. You've got finals and all those kinds of things coming right. up. And right. so you can't just like start. So say there's a, you know, things open up in right around, you know, May. You, that it wouldn't make sense to hold spring ball then. So I, I would hope they come up with something, whether it's like you can sprinkle in a practice here and there or, over the summer or or something like that i don't i just don't i don't know what the answer is right now for football but i do think that we'll probably see the uh (laughs) the occurrences of penalties and interceptions and possibly offensive yardage drop this season uh if they're you know if they're not able to get those extra practices in some kind of way but maybe just let them have the ball this summer that's been you know Mm. one of the things like you know coaches have been able to do things interact with them but you can't have the ball Maybe let them have the ball this time. That's a good point. And that might be a solution to where they can at least do some instruction mm-hmm. during the summer, even, again, if you're without pads. And that, and I understand that. Yeah, I, I, I think it's, you know, Rick, I, I think what you said, I think to to think that anybody has any idea what a start date might be, and I, I'd be stunned if schools are back in. Uh, this year, yeah, I think I think that's probably where we're headed to, Marcus. Yeah. I think probably no more school. Yeah, this year. No I mean, school. we've been doing we've been doing alternative education stuff that, mm-hmm. that our teachers sent us, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm not. But but I mean, who knows? I mean, it, it would it would take what you were talking about, Trey, something that could 
could stop. But what we're seeing now is an exponential spread in the number mm. of cases reported because they're just the number of cases that hadn't been tested, which means, guess what, yep. there are probably a whole lot more out there. So There's definitely more yeah. out there. I so, mean, it's getting to the point now, even with those that have been tested, I mean, I know somebody who knows somebody, <laughs> you know, who has it. And, right. I mean, eventually I'm going to know somebody who has it. And, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's obviously yep. it's going to increase. It's going to increase, yeah. Sean Payton. I believe. Is that yeah. right, Sean Payton yes. today? Yeah. Has tested yeah. positive. Tested That's positive. correct. Yeah. And guess yeah. who uh, Yeah, I just saw this, and uh, I'm sure Coach Kelly, one night he posted, uh, I mean, not too long ago, he was with Sean, Sean Payton. And they were very well, friends and well, was Sean Payton at Oaklawn? Somebody said that. I don't know if that's true yes. or not. Yeah. Yes, he yeah. was Oaklawn. I, just, wow. I just glanced at it. So, so yeah. interesting. Yeah. But, but again – you know the prayer is uh, 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 antidote comes comes along uh, to stop the the spread because I think the big concern is the hospital systems and the yep. number of beds that are going to be available if this respirators thing to all grow. those types of things yeah M- masks for doctors exactly. all of that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. we yeah. got to worry about the healthcare people we got to keep those people healthy because they're the people that are going to save us mm-hmm. you're right but uh, you know my prayer is I mean you you would you would think and you would pray that somehow we're going to be able to start practice, you know, because what, a couple of months, what, 60, 90 days from now, NFL camps should be opening, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. That's not going to happen. Now, why, why not coordinate this, this, these X number of practices, why not coordinate that with the start of summer school? I mean, every athlete on uh, about, scholarship yeah, that's is right. now staying. And they're going both semesters of summer school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the earlier you could do it, the better. But maybe you open a window from June 15th to June the 30th, and that's when you can make up those practices that you may have missed in the spring. And uh, that's the only allowable window. And as you said, Trey, also allow them to use the football because they would have used the football otherwise in mm-hmm. spring drills. And that's that's assuming that you know they have to go away to go ahead to get to together. Have summer and, school, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing is, yeah. <laughs> will they have summer yeah, school? A, will that be online? Right? Yeah, yeah, we we don't know because that's but that's even a, if you're online, you're May. still technically in school. You are right. Mm-hmm. So that does that mean you can practice? Yeah, well, technically, all public schools are online right now, but they can't do athletics. No, so. Yeah, the issue is is gathering together more yes. than ten to fifty people. Correct. Yeah. That's right. And it differs right. from that each number state. today. The governor said it at ten. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Randy, because it goes state from state. The president said ten a few days ago, and then uh, the, it was still fifty, I believe, here in Arkansas until governor mm-hmm. changed that today. So that's right. I think we're gonna see more and more of that. In fact, you almost and uh, that there was that rampant. Uh, now you have to call it a rumor that the president was going to go into a total lockdown and um, put everybody in uh, quarantine. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody's going to go into quarantine. But you got to go. Got to be able to go to the grocery store. I don't, I don't know how you could possibly do that. What are you going to do? Well, I think I think uh, home you know, delivery been, for everybody. Been, yeah, there would have been uh, some loopholes. <laughs> yeah, loopholes. So Italy is there now. I think Italy and a couple of European uh, countries are there and doing that right now. And I think you're right, Randy. I think they have certain times 
where depending on your age, you you know, uh, from say 10 to 12 is, or 10 to three or four is the time for this age group to go and go mm-hmm. to the pharmacy. You, you got a central place you got to get to, but there hopefully there'll be some organization to it. If, if well, uh, again, was, prayers, we I don't get I was reading, um, I get Best Buy. Mm-hmm. I, I get their emails, all their mm-hmm. deals and so forth and so on. And starting immediately, uh, they're going to limit the number of individuals who yeah. can come into their store. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that would be 10. <coughs> and for any employee that doesn't feel comfortable, 10. Uh, since that for a space that big? Mm, wow. I yep. don't know about that. Some banks you can't go inside of now. Yeah. you got to do yeah. all your stuff outside right. or online. You, you go through the drive through That's mm-hmm. right. So that penny I get every other month is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can't take it into the bank hey, anymore. Hey, save it. The copper might be valuable <laughs> even if the penny's not, right? There you go. Goodness. <laughs> well, Trey, right, you know, Trey. There, there wasn't as much to talk about these days, is there? Usually, no. you're a, usually there's plenty for you, but it's getting slimmer. I'm starting to cabin fever setting in a little bit for me, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah. raining today, so I can't uh, even get out for a walk or a run or Well, it just ride. stopped, and the sun's out, so you can... You can walk. Hallelujah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, Trey. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Trey, be your Sports.com. Be brought to you by Asher Records. Service.